0: really good really good um yeah no no thank you thanks so much
1: for asking me to come on thanks for agreeing to be on i love chatting to like different people and stuff and i've said it time and time again but i really enjoy chatting to people who kind of i suppose make a difference but equally like do different things you know because i kind of like to have an open mind and open perspective on everything and i haven't yet spoken to someone kind of in depth about yoga and stuff and I feel like yoga is such kind of a holistic practice now you can correct me because you'd be much more the expert than i would but i feel like it's such a holistic practice in terms of that it incorporates all things it incorporates exercise it's good for you physically but equally like it's good for you mentally and stuff so i feel like it's it's kind of i feel like somewhat becoming more popular you know like before it wasn't as big of a thing whereas now i feel like people are kind of seeing the benefits associated with it so um, yeah yeah, a lot more people interested in it and i just love your whole concept i follow you on instagram i love your whole concept of like the sunrise yoga and like being out in the fresh air and you know just kind of immersing yourself in nature somewhat as well oh you're very kind are we recording now I think so. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> no, I, I've done a few of these before and sometimes,
1: you know, yeah. We would chat for a minute before we went live, but we're we're straight what, live. To be fair, what I normally do is I like cut, I just kind of start recording from the get go and then I just cut it out as needs be. Do you oh, know, that kind of way. Oh, yeah. It's very handy yeah. in terms of editing and stuff. You can just kind of get rid of anything you don't enjoy.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that, no, no, it's all good. Um, no, absolutely. And um, to be honest, um i think for me like i've been practicing yoga since 2011 and it's just been a massive part of my life and um, not the first year or two i was just dabbling in it but really i feel like in ireland uh, lockdown that's the biggest blessing of lockdown and people really got into yoga and i think it was because it was the easiest thing to do at home you didn't need any equipment and um it was easy just to throw down a mat throw down a towel and i feel like people are just
1: absolutely um yeah yeah getting stuck into it it's so true like i've two actually two of my really good friends are like massively into yoga and one in particular told me that that for her lockdown yoga was massive in terms of literally twice a day she'd be doing yoga um so yeah i totally agree with what you're saying that like so many people got into it around then and kind of it's like you said as well what what i've what i found was the biggest surprise for me in terms of yoga now i wouldn't say i'm religious with it or anything just to (laughs) be transparent but i do like to like you say try and dabble and kind of i'm into running a good bit so i find if i can do any bit of yoga just to kind of stretch myself out and kind of keep my limbs fresh um that's what i enjoy it for but just in terms of my friends who had done it before what i couldn't get over was like the it depends I suppose in terms of what type of yoga you're doing but just the strenuousness yeah. of it like it's like you say even though like there's no weights needed like no nothing extra other than your body but you're still getting such a workout in
0: absolutely and there's like two massive different sides to yoga and, and the way I kind of break it down is you've got your yang practices which are like a sweaty vinyasa which I love to teach which is a really continuous movement kind of contemporary style of yoga you might have you know, some really cool music on the background and you're flowing, you're saluting the sun, or you might have like a Hatha style or a power yoga and a shanga, and all these practices are really energetic, but some of them, you know, you'll have pauses, holds, and literally the whole body is working. You're lengthening your muscles, but you're also really strengthening them, that, that mix of flexibility. And then that whole other side, which is, you know, the yang, the yin, um, is that slowing down. And I love yin and restorative pro- practices, which are actually, can be more powerful for people um, because it's slowing the mind right down. It is helping you tune in and these slower practices, I like to call them really stretchy practices, these are the practices that can really help us get into our nervous system. They can help us get out of that fight or flight that go, 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 go all the time and slow down. So we, you know, in in other parts of our life, then it's easier to sleep. It's easier to rest, digest and wind down. So those two sides are, are, are just so important. You got your yang and your yin. And I always say to people, if you're new to yoga or you're thinking about yoga or you've done some classes and you're like, nah, it's not for me, keep trying. Because there's so many different teachers out there. And if I'm not your teacher, there definitely will be your teacher out there. And sometimes it's just about connecting with the right person to bring it into your body. And the benefits that you can feel like are so unique to each person. You know, your, your friend could be like, okay, I just love getting sweaty. I love feeling that my hamstrings are getting longer. I love feeling stronger. Or someone else will be like, oh my God, it's the only time of the day that I am present. I'm relaxed and I'm actually breathing. I'm, you know, I'm obviously we have to breathe to survive, but consciously breathing, um, I'm really using your lungs. So, yeah, I, I get very passionate about this now. There's, there's so <laughs> many different practices. So I'm like, people, if you're thinking about it and you haven't found your yoga practice, try and keep trying for another teacher or another practice
1: it's so true because like even what you were saying there in terms of like slowing down and I find that was something I definitely struggled with at the start because I think we can all tell ourselves oh that just doesn't suit me I'm not I like I prefer to be a bit more active but I think it's more the thing of like just sitting with your mind and like you say giving your body that break I think that's what a lot of people struggle with even more so than like the actual physicality of it itself
0: yeah 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 no absolutely and we're all busy, we're, you know. We're all on lists, and I feel like now more than ever, you know, we're on our phone. I think at, at the attention spot at the moment is like six seconds for a video before, you know, people get bored of it. And we're our minds. We 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 some people think relaxing is what you know watching your TV and scrolling. Like that's not relaxing. Your mind is still going. It's still b- busy. We see. You know, we're all guilty of it. And um, but on your yoga map, it can just be the ultimate tool to help you be present help you tune in and help you let go of all the worries and and just find a little
1: simple bit of inner peace i know it's such a good point because that's what i find particularly because like i'm around 24 25 so i suppose i'd have somewhat grown up in that age of like digitalization but not entirely so like i kind of get both sides of it but like in terms of my concentration these days like it is so bad and like i'm actively now trying like even the simple thing like you said we feel compelled to be constantly scrolling. Like I was sitting on the bus the last day, and I was just on my phone like that scrolling. And then I was like, "What are you doing? Like, <laughs> just take a minute." Because I'm always giving out that I don't have time. Then to take a minute for myself, sit down, and just kind of be present, like you said. But you actually do. You just choose to distract yourself when you do. <laughs>
0: yeah, and we're all so guilty of it because, like, we just like we're, it's like you're on your on your desktop. You've got five tabs loading at the same time because you can't wait for that one second. And I definitely am someone myself who has a very short attention span. And the only time I am ever focused, the only time that I am 100% is at my yoga mat. And that didn't happen overnight. It's taken years of practice. But if I don't get that half hour in the morning before I teach my classes, even if it's 20 minutes some days of just grounding not having my phone not having everything else going on that is the time that i'm present and if i don't get that my mood how i react for the day everything is completely different so it's just um, it's magic
1: (laughs) yeah and then you had mentioned like you got into at, at around the year kind of 2011 and like, what yeah. was it that got you into it in the first place or what sparked your interest? Because it's like we say, like, even now, some people would still be a bit opposed to the idea. Whereas like, I feel back then it was very much not a thing in Ireland. Now, again, I could be wrong, but that's my interpretation of it.
0: Yeah, no, I I am um, absolutely got it. 2011, I'm like, that, that used to seem like not that long ago. <laughs> but I am 33 now. So it is 12 years ago, which is mad. Um, No, I when I went, when I... When I I moved to New Zealand in my early 20s and over there yoga was just like, you know, it's like almost like what yoga is like now in Ireland. There was lots of different yoga studios. Lots of people were talking about it. And I had really got into running at the time and I was just getting really tight. You know, you are I'm not sure if you run or, or anything. I was just feeling really tight. And I wouldn't be naturally flexible. And someone just said, try yoga. And I was just like, ah, oh, yeah, sure, Grandma, go, go for an L stretch. And I w- went to my first yoga class, which is a Bikram yoga class. And it's like 40 degrees heat. I literally went in and I was like, it's like a chamber, it's really traditional. I was like, oh, my God, it's like a set sequence. I never sweated so much in my life after the class. I actually puked, (laughs) Um, which is sounds absolutely horrible. Um, But there was something about it and the spiritual side of it. And I went back again and I went back again. I did about four or five of those classes. Don't think I enjoyed any of the classes, but there was just something in it. And I got that kind of high after. So then i tried a few different studios and this kind of went on for a good year or so like going for um you know to help with my running you know it was like getting, getting there for a stretch and then afterwards i'm like oh why do i feel so light like i feel so good i feel so positive and at the time i was working quite a stressful job so It just kind of started as just this little thing i do once a week twice a week and then over there people love the early mornings i love my early mornings, so i was going 6 a.m yoga class before work then i was going to one after work and different styles and after like two years i suppose i just started to get hooked and i was like oh my god i never even thought for a second that i would be a teacher or anything like that and but there was a little part of me where i was like oh wouldn't it be amazing now people in ireland you know, would start doing this, this is mad. Like I was telling my friends at home I'm doing yoga and they were just like laughing. Like (laughs) you're mad. Like it just, it just wasn't something I ever did before before I left. You know, I was living for the session before I left and then I was telling them I'm just doing a yoga class, you know? (laughs) So it was a complete shift. And um, then after a couple of years doing it, I went to this teacher and she just, Lizzie is her name, incredible teacher out in New Zealand. And I don't know what it was, whatever she said something in that class, something clicked at me and I was like, I need to go and do this. Like this is if I can do what she's doing, if I can bring this to people, what she's doing, it would just be amazing. And fast forward another few years and I built the confidence to actually do it. I was like, Will I, won't I? Um I then went off and did my training.
1: So yeah, I haven't looked back since. It's so funny. I feel like you're describing the potential onset of my yoga journey because <laughs> I'm at the minute I'm in a chaotic job and I do running and I've yeah. I've um got yoga classes because I was like I'm dying to start and give them a go. Um but like you said you can be forever putting things off and I'm always like oh I never have enough money whereas now I'm like this is the time so I put it I put it in stone and I'm going to give it a proper go to be consistent with it I suppose because like I said I've always dipped in and out but I've never like stuck with it consistently so I would like that opportunity to kind of explore all the benefits of it because it's like anything I suppose you can try it once or twice and like you said you mightn't even automatically feel that pull to something in the beginning but it's kind of giving it a chance.
0: Yeah and even like I I, I would totally advise you now if You've got those vouchers use them you know and it might just be like right this is what i'm doing for myself every monday evening don't just do it for two weeks see, can you lock yourself in for 12 weeks and see how you feel um and i do say to, to build a consistent yoga practice or to be a practitioner and to really feel feel the benefits three times a week but three times a week doesn't need to be um three hours a week, you know, or three 90 minutes session. Who's got the time for that? Most normal people don't. It can just be 20 minutes, you know, roll out your mat at home, throw on a YouTube channel or do some online yoga with someone and and do your little practice then. And then you kind of get this little ritual. You're showing up in your mat and I promise you will find, find the benefits in it. And and especially with running, you know, you're really help. It actually helped me better with my running and my endurance and everything um, but then I was fighting my flexibility so I've slowly the running has disappeared but I do I do still aspire to be a
1: runner again one day <laughs> that was another thing you said about the flexibility and I was like that's me as well I was like I'm so not flexible <laughs> but yeah uh, yeah. no well i'm definitely still aspiring to be a runner myself um i find and i'm hoping i might find this in yoga as well but i find with running i get such it's like you say it's kind of that like high afterwards of like you know you feel like you got a bit of a sweat you're out in the fresh air and i think that's what drew me most to like following you in your yoga was the fact that you do it outside because i know obviously with ireland it's not always feasible um but you just have the added the added benefit of like the nature which is stunning as well and like what kind of inspired that idea, I suppose, and what brought that about for you in your practice?
0: Well, um, really what brought that about was I love the outdoors. I'm I'm a Wexer woman, I've grown up outdoors, and I just love it. And but I really when I moved back to I was living abroad for years and moved back to Ireland in twenty seventeen and I kind of had this idea of getting people outside um a bit more so i started doing a little bit of summer outdoor yoga and it was great i used to teach a couple classes by the beach then in wexford i used to teach something around dublin and um loved it and then lockdown happened and i ended up building a a lovely online yoga studio so that was my my, my what I'm grateful for lockdown I was able to build that and I I kind of had said to people you know one day after this lockdown I love us all to get together outside and be in person and that was kind of like the the idea because you know we're, we all didn't know when it was going to end we <laughs> were all going totally. mad at home <laughs> doing it and then last summer I just said um I was doing my outdoor yoga I used to teach it once a week and then I just said and I think it was in July I said to a few people i was like oh my god wouldn't it be great just to do a sunrise yoga and i was like we'll just do it like i'll see how i put it up it was like just a free event i wanted to do something like community and i just feel like myself like i just love getting together with people i love when it's early in the morning like i just feel like there's such benefits and the first morning was uh, a morning in july beautiful morning i think sunrise in summer is like sometimes half four or something in ireland but i i, I said it was like five or, or half five or something and um, i think like 40 people came and i was absolutely thrilled Stop. like it was amazing at that time and i was like oh my god this is amazing and then i was like i'm gonna i, I just was like made a little promise to myself i was like i'm gonna do one every month you know and then i didn't run august and then it grew by like 80 people came in August and then in September and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to like um, keep this going, see how long it goes. But I am a real manifestor and um, my friends laugh at me because like I don't I won't look at the weather ever. But if they have an event on or something on, like, for example, I was getting married in September, the 17th of September last year. And like I was having like a wedding festival, wedding at home in, in Wexford. It, it was very outdoor based. And like, the I had it was booked before lockdown. Then we cancelled and said we'll postpone. So it's all better. And everyone was like to me. Oh, the weather you know the weather irish people you know what we're like we all were what what are you gonna do if it rains and i was like it's gonna be a beautiful sunny day like i can feel the sun on my back like it's gonna be the nicest day and like my family were just like you know my five brothers they're just slagging me. they're like more you need to be real (laughs) you need to be realistic like you can't control the weather i was like i'm not controlling the weather i just know it's gonna be good for me on that day and then lo and behold like there was a week of rain before in september everyone got washed out like ep you know washed out And uh, that day was just the most beautiful day. I think it was like 24 degrees or something. Blue skies, incredible. And then I was like, my sunrise yoga, you know, every time I put it up, people are like, what about the weather? I'm like, listen, whatever happens, we'll go ahead. It's going to be beautiful. And touch wood, since I started, last july i've done one every month it's march now and um, all over like november december we had a couple of hundred people show
1: up and the weather and the sunrises have been epic it's <laughs> off oh my god that's amazing to hear because yeah. you know what i find that as well with ireland and i've definitely found it more as i've started kind of exercising a bit more outdoors because i was always someone who was massive into the gym and like the gym is just so handy because obviously it's indoors and like i find when you get into that mindset like you said of like oh like ireland's always raining the weather's shite but then once you kind of get into the mindset of like just ignoring it and doing it anyway like you actually get such better days overall because the rain doesn't like it can last for long long periods of time don't get me wrong but it's like you said once you kind of embrace it i find it actually affects you much less and like that's it things like that even like
0: running yeah sorry you go ahead no you go on (laughs) no i was just saying like
1: running i actually used to love running in a real light drizzle yeah totally no it's so true and even now that you said about the running because we get up and do it in the morning sometimes because I work by day but um we get up in the morning and like that every morning like we've been so blessed again touch wood like any morning I've gotten up it's been dry like and that's throughout the winter and everything like we've now I wouldn't be doing it every day consistently but the few days in the week that I would do it like I've been so blessed I've had no rain so (laughs) love that that's the attitude and I feel like sometimes I don't know if this is
0: right um but like mornings in Ireland like it can be like I'm up every morning at 6am and like it's grand and then the rain might come at like eight or nine so yeah you gotta get up
1: early bird. (laughs) Out of interest like why do you get up at six because I know like I'm someone I like to get up around six as well if possible but um a lot of people are like you're mad you're crazy like why are you doing it like it just seems so early to some people which I totally get like it's all relative but from your perspective what why do you get up so early what do you get from it?
0: I love the peace and the calm before like, you know, before everyone else gets up, before your phone starts getting WhatsApps or whatever, that little bit of time, there's nothing better than parting around your house to yourself when no one else awake and you're just kind of getting yourself up. For me, and, and I kind of just naturally uh, wake up at that time. I also do teach yoga at 7am, 7 7am 7 every morning, my 7am club um, online. and even though I teach that yoga every morning, I'm still, I have to get myself up an hour, hour and a half, sometimes up at like half five, just for that time to myself. And it's for me, it's helps me find peace, inner peace. It's like a little setup, that little ritual, that little bit of grounding and just having that before you start, like I, I have a rule in the morning, I'm not scrolling, like all of that can happen after nine o'clock, after, you know, after I get my first bit of classes done and I just feel so much better. That being said, I'm an absolute nana like I love going to bed early like I will have my pajamas on now in an hour <laughs> it's it's nearly six o'clock you know and I'll be in bed by like some evenings I do teach in the evenings as well but um the dream situation isn't to be in bed at half nine happy out um yeah I love that
1: love that life <laughs> yeah I'm so for it as well I totally agree because I find like that the thing that makes getting up at six o'clock difficult is if you don't go to bed like that's the problem and at the moment it's been just life's been a bit hectic so I have been leaving it a bit late but I'd be like you in that I love going to bed early to get up early like I just find even this book I'm reading at the minute and I've been harping on about it as well because I found it so good was you might have read it I don't know it's why we sleep and no, I haven't. I'm going to write that down. Oh, sleeping. God. I, I like I'd recommend it because it's actually like it sounds so boring because it's like talking about sleep. But I actually did find it fascinating. Um, but the thing about it, I will say is you'll never lose your eight hours again because <laughs> you have it so driven into it yeah. from reading it. You're like, oh, my God, no, I have to get my full night sleep like it's so important for you yeah it's a fuel
0: and i i am a bit obsessed with sleep myself and i just feel like the benefits are just like crazy and what you're doing to your body like you're starving your body it's like one of your fuels and i must read that book and i love like if i just know my body now like i need to have like more sleep you know i've actually just started and um, egg fertility or egg freezing and um, treatment today. Actually, okay, and um, maybe that maybe that's why I was late. Can I blame that for that? Yeah, <laughs> for <being out? laughs> that's allowed. <laughs> um, and I just um, uh, I'm, I'm taking my body or my taking control of my body clock and um. I've just been looking up like loads of ways to kind of look after and support your body. Cause you've got to kind of take all these hormones and stuff. And like the biggest thing it's like, get your sleep. So over these, it's only a three week kind of process. So over these three weeks, I'm just going to be in bed super early and yeah, just make sure you're, you're getting all your rest
1: looking after yourself no i can imagine yeah. like that's what i find is anything at all now i can imagine that in itself is like such an intense process now i could be wrong um but i imagine it's such an intense process so just in terms of like anything at all that you have going on in your life like your sleep is so important in terms of both ment- mentally and physically because i can imagine even in terms of like your emotions your headspace with everything happening like sleep is the one thing that kind of cures that and helps you stay in check stabilized i suppose <laughs>
0: absolutely and i say to people if you are someone that does struggle and to sleep or wind down and the best possible practice that you can do is yin yoga i don't know if you're familiar with it um it's a really floor-based yoga practice and basically you hold postures sometimes for two minutes but all the way up to seven minutes and what you're doing is um you're focusing on relaxing the body as you're doing it you're stretching all the fibers out and in all your fascia and your tightness and your muscles but it helps you wind down it takes you out of that fight or flight into the right nervous system that's about rest and renew and like a practice of yin, 30 minutes, 60 minutes, honestly, you'll just float to bed. Um, I I teach it a couple times a week and um, tonight now one of my yogis teaches it, so it's online. So I have a little ritual on a Thursday evening, put my pajamas on, go upstairs, I have my yoga mat beside the bed, do the practice it's a half an hour class with Becky do the practice and then I'm like to my husband don't talk to me don't look at me my (laughs) poor dog and I just transform into bed and I have like
1: the best night's sleep (laughs) that sounds stunning and in terms of you mentioned there like your business and yoga with Maura and everything else so in terms of that like how is it you structure your business I suppose just for people who might be interested like are you all online are you somewhat in person I would say structure wouldn't be a good word to explain yeah. me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I thought you were going to say yoga I was like, okay, maybe not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, really, uh, my, 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 the way I look at my business is kind of, um, it's my passion, you know, and it's my absolute love project. And luckily, I've been able to turn a passion into a business. But I've got like a few different kind of ways that I run things. Like I absolutely believe that in-person yoga um, will always win human connection you can't beat it and I love teaching an in-person practice but realistically um, it's not possible for everyone to get to a an, an in-person class and since lockdown myself I'm able to tune into some of my favourite teachers around the world online and do classes that I would have never been able to do it before so I always recommend people if you can get to a studio, get to one, get the in-person feel. You know, get the little head massage at the end. You feel amazing with other people. But if you want to get a regular yoga practice, add some online yoga as well. So with my business, I have um, I do in-person events like the free sunrise community events. I do little workshops, in-person workshops, and then I have the online student studio which runs every day online yoga. And then I also um, do corporate yoga, which is like uh, like um, for people in work. I do like, like today I was teaching for a company at two o'clock and there's different, um, all around, uh, Dublin. And that also has stayed online as well for some people, some companies that are still quite hybrid and working from home. And then the, the other side of my business, which I'm my favorite, not that it is my favorite, but like my absolute love is hosting yoga retreats. So I also host yoga retreats in Ireland and abroad and yeah, I pretty much will just give anything a go. Like I'm absolutely um, love it. I I do love business and I'm learning every day. Like I honestly, (laughs) this business, I never planned on being an entrepreneur, but it's, it's um, yeah, absolutely love it. And every day I'm growing, every day I'm learning, I'm making mistakes every day. And
1: yeah, that's really where I'm at. It sounds amazing and I just love there what you say about the corporate yoga as well because I know like it's like you say so many of us work from home and so many of us work on the laptop and it's so good to like stretch yourself out that's what I find because I'm one of those people I do I do a bit of hybrid but I'm constantly at the laptop so just to be able to get up and get moving um, and everything else is quite amazing so um. Yeah, I really enjoy it. But and even I was I was teaching a company and um, the other day and they wanted me to do
0: like a full yoga class which was just on your desk, and like I just gave all these little simple things all day. Have a little glass that you have to get up, go to the toilet. It's That's like those point, solid yeah. yeah. It's like those solid blocks of pausing, and then your posture. Like I catch myself. I'm doing my counts or whatever, but if you like you know change move and like you take those little minute breaks it makes such a difference
1: I'm here now and I'm like moving I'd be the same sometimes <laughs> I see my reflection I'm like oh my god like you start the morning off so so prim and proper and then come like yeah. a few hours a later tall <laughs> <laughs> but um and then in terms of like your teaching in yoga I always wonder this um now it might just be a personal curiosity but in terms of like your poses and your practices and stuff like how do you get your creativity for them like how is it are you kind of very much of a free spirit when it comes to teaching like do you just kind of roll with what however the practice is going or would you kind of have it prepared in advance that you'd have an idea of what poses and stuff you hope to um I, I would definitely be prepared in advance
0: like I probably have a lot of sequences now built into my head so so really um another part of the business is I do teacher trainings uh, with another lady and we're actually working on sequencing with them at the moment so very good question um and really a sequence for a yoga practice can absolutely make or break a yoga class and sometimes if you go to a yoga class and you kind of feel a bit like Ugh, I, don't know how I feel after that it's possible that the teacher hasn't sequenced it right and um, it's almost like writing a story there's a reason why certain postures are in certain places so usually i will work on a theme and um, for like a, a whole month like this this month it's um well now we're in march but we're working on flexible february for 30 days for the last few days of it and the whole theme has been about creating length in our hamstrings so we're trying to work towards getting the front splits that's the goal or work towards it so all of my classes for 30 days are just themed around getting into the hamstrings, but getting into the hamstrings, you need to have space in your spine, you should be able to have better mobility in your pelvis. So you kind of have warm up the body in certain areas. It's almost like a little, like an arc system where you warm up, you get up to the peak poses, you get warmer, 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 and then you slow down. So people leave floating and feel really calm. So definitely a lot of planning goes into it. I love, I love planning classes. Like I just love it. It's I do my own practice on the mat while I'm planning at the same time sometimes. And yeah, I'm definitely a creative soul. Um, I I went to art college, never used my degree or anything, but I do believe my creativity
1: definitely helps my yoga classes. (laughs) 100% 100% I can imagine because like that the few I have attended like it all I was always wondering I was like how do they know and I'm like you know the way they're like okay this yoga class is going to be like a half an hour an hour or whatever and you're just like how do they know how long these poses are gonna last how long they'll go on for and some of them haven't really it's like you said it comes very naturally to them so like it's not like they're looking at a sheet or something like they're just banging it out like and just kind of going with the flow which is amazing to see
0: Yeah, and it looks like they're going with the flow, but it's in here. (laughs) It's all happening, (laughs) (laughs) and they're in Shavasana. You're like, yes, it's all good. Everyone's happy.
1: (laughs) It's all gone good. (laughs) And in terms of exercise, like, is yoga all you do, or do you kind of do you find you have to do other exercise then to kind of keep yourself? I suppose I don't know whatever it is you do exercise for. But do you know? Like, I know some people can kind of use it in tandem with, like you said, maybe they might be using it with the running or, you know, something like that.
0: Absolutely, so so I believe that like moving your body in all different ways is so good for you. That being said, at the moment, all I'm doing is yoga. But I do love, like you know, a gym session. I do love an odd hit class. Like I do love running. And um, I suppose I would be out with my dog walking every day, matter what. You know, I go, I go for an hour or two walk every day. Um, and my yoga at the moment. But I go through phases. Like I love swimming as well um and i just think it's so good for us to move our body in different ways because you know yourself if you keep moving the same way your body just gets used to it and it doesn't challenge you anymore like i I often say to my friends like i'm immune to yoga like if i do a big yoga class like i won't like feel sore like someone else will because my body just moved that way but if i went and did like 20 minutes a Pilates, I'd feel completely different, you know. So, I definitely try and do lots of different movements. That being said, this year it is March. I have mostly just done yoga and walking, but you're lucky you got to be kind to yourself
1: when you've got lots going on (laughs) it's so funny you say that because I was literally having that conversation today with someone and it was like like I said we've kind of been training a bit in terms of running but I was like I can guarantee you if I went up a mountain hiking like it would just be a completely different cardiac fitness like as in my running it'd be irrelevant to the situation and it's so true (laughs) in terms of your body as well like you say even in terms of the gym I find that when you'd be like doing certain weights and stuff and then you go back like and if you do anything at all different you'll be sore again
0: Yeah, which is good for your muscles. But even I find myself, when I used to do a lot of running, if I ran, I'd be running on a treadmill ground and you go run outside and you're dying, it's the wind.
1: And it's like, so good to do that. Different types of challenges for the body, body and the mind. And when you started, like, or when you made the decision, I suppose, to become a yoga teacher, like, what was kind of that shift for you, I suppose? Because like, some people can love it, but be like, that's enough. Whereas for you, like, it kind of seemed like you were really drawn to it.
0: Yeah, I felt like I, 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 I was leaving. I was been living away abroad for like six years. I was going on a big travel trip and I was like, I, I want my heart was in Ireland. And I wanted to bring back something. So before I did my training, I was like, I just want to go to the, the heart of yoga, where it's from, where it's born, India. I'm going to go to India and I'm going to do my trainings. And then I'm going to just maybe come back, work my corporate job and teach one class a week. That was always the plan. Um, But then after I went to India, I went for a month. A month that turned into three months um and then ended up traveling for nearly a year and teaching as I was traveling and then I was like, I've never gone back to the office. I need to just keep doing this and um yeah, I got stuck into it right away uh, that being said um it was it was um I definitely didn't have forty people or hundred people showing up to my class then you know there was many, many uh, I moved back to Wexford with my parents, my first little little job was a little gym in in uh, Wexford where I was hiring a hiring a studio and I, I was just hiring a couple of hours a week and then there was weeks months where i had like two people show to my class or one or no one or two or three um which was which was um it was hard at the time but i knew i was like you know i'm just going to keep going keep going and now you know five years later those few little souls those lovely people are with me online so just yeah it's, it's been a real journey I'm so grateful for it and I don't take one second of it for granted. And I feel like now I hope that I'll be doing this until I am 100, until forever, my whole life. I just absolutely love it.
1: And out of interest, like I can imagine like that requires such persistence, like because it's so easy now to turn around and be like, oh, like it all worked out and everything. But in that moment, like you can never know, Okay, is this going to be like something more than what it is? So like how in your mind did you manage to keep going? Because like it's such a testament to you and like how much you believed in it and like I'm a true believer myself in like intuition. And when you know something, like you need to follow it through and it will all work out. So like, how did you kind of maintain that persistence, I suppose?
0: Um, I, I just had a vision, you know, and my vision was when I started teaching, like I wanted to just bring this yoga practice to as much people as I wanted. And all these little obstacles that came my way, I just felt like they were just lessons. Um, and at the time when I was getting into this, I was you know, new to manifesting. I had read the secret and I was like, there's something in this. I was like, if I am getting absolute joy from teaching two people showing up and like that is filling my heart. Like I don't care about the paycheck. Like I was struggling. You know, I was I was living at home with my parents and then we moved up to Dublin and like I was struggling to make rent and that was the reality of it. But I was so disconnected to like I don't care about money. Like I'm just forgetting about the whole like mortgage thing and what I should what society expects me to do and I was like if I just do what I love every day like I wasn't happy in my previous job you know all will work out and I just kept persisting with it and I also do love um, business and I do love uh, learning different things so yeah, I just kept going. And like, I suppose I didn't have any distractions. Like I had my boyfriend, whose name my husband's just so supportive. My family like are so supportive. They were just like, go for it more like, you know, they'd be showing up to my classes. And I suppose I had that support. And I just had the belief in myself that I could do it. And yeah, it's been it's been really good.
1: That's an amazing story. I love to hear that because I just think like so many people can relate when they say, you know, they don't enjoy their job and stuff and like, but just having that courage, like you said, to follow through on it because it's so easy to fall into the ideals of like, oh, I should be doing this or I should be doing that. And then just finding yourself on this path and like looking back five ten yeah. years down the line and be like how did i even end up here do you know what i mean but the fact because you mentioned like that you had like this all began when you were like in your early 20s so i find because i'm in my kind of early to mid 20s now like it's yeah. such a pivotal age where i see that happening to people and they're like going doing things that aren't necessarily suited to them or that they don't necessarily enjoy but because they feel they have to
0: yeah well actually my early 20s <clears throat> from about 23 to like 28 i was really working in my corporate job i was living by the paycheck you know i was having a great time you know every weekend doing all that and i loved yoga but i didn't know like, i didn't really know what i was doing i i I never felt like i loved my job um and then when i kind of finished traveling at 28 and had a year away from it i was like oh my god i can't go back to that kind of lifestyle Um, and that being said like you know people you know a lot of people do message me now and they're like oh what about this yoga and like if you want to do something like it doesn't happen overnight and it doesn't happen in a couple months like it does take a couple of years and like there was weeks and times where you know i would come home in tears and i would be just absolutely struggling i was i had a bit of savings behind me from working in new zealand so i had a little safety net a couple of grand then not not very much that I was slowly digging into it. Like if I needed it to, to live and um, not for anything else. Um, but I just kept persevering. And so like, if you do want to do something, it doesn't take like, you know, you manifesting is about working towards it, believing in it and being consistent. And if you're failing at it, that's the universe probably giving you a sign to move in a different direction or to try something else. Like my first um, Irish yoga retreat, it was like hire a crowd. Like, I booked out this place like six months in advance. This beautiful place, Monalee Barron in, in Wicklow, and I was like trying to sell it, sell it, sell it. I think like three people bought a space. I had to cover like a chef. Everything had to be like fifteen or sixteen people th- to pay to cover it. I had all my cousins. I had like family, friends, friends, like come in a cost price, you know, and I was like, please, please come. I had to obviously pay for a good bit of myself. And I was like, if I can just create this idea where I can get pictures and I can get, like, it was a real yoga retreat that I hosted, like the people there that were yeah. there. And um, they obviously knew everyone else was related to me by the end of the first night, but I was still hosting it as a real yoga retreat. And, um, you know, those weeks before I was like, oh my God, I'm going to cancel. Like, how can I do this? And I was like, no, like you know and and afterwards i felt amazing after doing it obviously it was only at a loss but it was a gain because it gave me the evidence that i actually can do it gave me the belief to be able to sell the next and do the next so yeah and it's been a real journey and i don't take it for granted and i also feel like you know things can change very very quickly and i feel like yoga has given me a little toolbox that like you know when when the shit hits the fan i'm not sure if you can swear in this podcast <laughs> <laughs> when the shit Work hits the fan, you know i can still always just go to my yoga mat breathe
1: and all will be well <laughs> no that's amazing to be able to say because like you know it's like you said like it's so difficult in the start to do something like that to be able to follow through with it but once you've done it then like it's always those things that kind of put a bit of fear in your belly or kind of give you that bit of nervousness that like once you follow through in them like it's always worth it I find and like you said like what you could take from that and what you could learn from that was obviously massive in terms of helping you going forward absolutely you had kind of discussed like manifestation and stuff and I'm intrigued because um obviously i there's a few books and stuff out there and there's a few people who kind of discuss it and i'd be a believer in it myself you know and i like to kind of practice it as much as i can but how do you incorporate it into your life or how is it that you use manifestation for your life and creating what it is i suppose you hope to achieve and do
0: well for me it's not just like um, like it is a real buzzword at the moment you know manifest yeah. this manifest that which is amazing people are getting onto it but you can't just manifest things for me it's like a way of life like it's like how you speak about yourself how you talk to others like whatever words you're putting out to the universe you're going to get back like for example um you get up and you're like i'm so tired i'm wrecked i didn't sleep last night you're moaning about the the. you're feeling like this in your energy right okay but if you get up and be like with a different attitude um last night i you know i didn't feel i didn't sleep as well but tonight i'm going to go to bed a little bit earlier like you've got this positive like you know change and whatever you say you know and whatever you do we're a magnet and it comes right back at you so like with everything I say and do, I'm really conscious, it's taken practice that, you know, you got it, whatever you say, you're going to get back. And, um, and that's how I feel like I've attracted good things into my life, you know, from my dog to my husband um, and <laughs> to my work. Um, like it's, it's been in my words, it's been in my belief system. And once you want to manifest something and you start to build this little bit of evidence, so evidence is built um if you 've got evidence that you know you 're used to feeling good in your body, okay every day you 're doing something that makes you feel really positive, makes your heart feel warm, makes you feel relaxed, okay after a couple of weeks, you start to get this build up of evidence, okay, so now your belief system has this support where it 's like. Oh yeah I'm used to feeling good this is so you're gonna attract more of that so it's definitely easier to manifest attract things into your life when you have the evidence so if you are looking to bring something into your life or you know have the evidence of doing something like or start practicing it already start bringing it in Um. saying that to you i've wanted to start a podcast for so long i've been putting it on the long finger non-stop you've inspired me now megan to really get into it
1: oh my god Um, well you definitely should because i was literally just listening to you there and i was like oh my god like everything you're saying is so true and i resonated with it so much and like i I feel like i'm learning so much from this podcast so i only hope that like plenty others can as well from all you have to say
0: yeah but even like the the manifest and like uh, like i have it on my vision board podcast 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 I keep saying it right and then someone will say to me like my friends like oh you're getting your podcast started I'm like oh I've had a lot on this week now I I must like that's an excuse right tonight I'm gonna <laughs> write a list I'm gonna get in,
1: you know get it done well you actually don't need much it's literally a microphone and a headset and you're good to go like that's what I find it's yeah. the easiest thing in the world to do and like you know I mean everyone can say there's so many podcasts out there but like I just find a lot of them out there are just like not to and I'm not saying that mine is any better than anyone else's or anything like that but like I just find a lot of people can be kind of harping on and saying this and saying that and kind of bringing no benefit I suppose to the space whereas that's what I would hope and love that my podcast can do for other people and equally I yeah. could believe that yours would as well is bring benefits to other people's lives it's like you said learning things like that like even I've learned this evening from you in terms of waking up and feeling good and bringing that into your life like things like that people can use and it can like better someone
0: that's it. And like, if you're doing your podcast and it comes from like your heart, it comes from a place of love, it comes from a place of joy. And like, you have this purpose where you want to bring these conversations to people, spread the word, like that's what you're going to attract. Your your audience is going to be people that, you know, want to like, want to come back at you. Like, and even now, like a few people, you know, even my family were having discussions like oh more there's so many yoga teachers now like yoga teachers popping up all over the place like and i'm like this is amazing like like ireland is only beginning and um like we're, there's no competition like you can there's only one there's only one megan there's only one more like and like i just think power to people like even if there's a million podcasts out there like there's only one of you and that's what people will connect to it and you'll find your little tribe you already have a great
1: tribe you're doing amazing work It's so true, though, like, because I always think like, you know, and people have kind of discussed that previously in terms of like just that bit of toxicity around, like, I suppose, limited space and limited people. And just in terms of everything you do in life, like it's like you say, like, for instance, I study accounting and like you could say there's so many accountants out there like, you know, and this and that. But like everyone brings something individually to their situation. Do you know what I mean? And it's like you said, like as much and all as you can believe there's too many or there's a bit of a herd, like as long as everyone's contributing something like you know they all matter and they're all going to make an impact
0: absolutely and you know what like there's there's just so many people in Ireland, that I feel, have never done yoga, or never touched off. it. so there's so there's so much space, and like with accounting, like like it's the same thing. And like I think it can be a little bit of an Irish thing sometimes, you know. And it's like a little bit of a grudge like, Oh, there's loads of them, and you know, and it comes often from a place of fear. Yeah. So people might have this dream of becoming a a, a singer, or doing whatever, and they're like, oh, there's too many, there's too many. That's usually coming from fear, and you like oh, and you're giving yourself this excuse. Um yeah absolutely
1: and out of interest how is it that you for yourself create like good energy and kind of create that it's like you said you kind of build on that belief of like good things like how what is it are the things that you do maybe not even necessarily yoga and I know that's probably a big contributor but other things that you do for yourself that kind of make the world of a difference um definitely have my crystals (laughs) i'm a big
0: fan of my crystals and i definitely do little rituals like like it can be like a like absolutely love a bath like at least once a week i feel myself lovely big hot bath bath salts set myself up obviously yoga is like my biggest tool but sometimes it's going out to play with my dog and my dog Punta, she's she's napping over there we did a big (laughs) long walk today but um like going out with her like I'm la talking to her she's like my little therapist and you know I come back lifted like she brings me joy like I love I learn from her like she's so such a free spirit and um, I even like like for people like it's sometimes we're just so serious and sometimes we're just so rigid in our in our pattern and our rituals but like just do things that bring you joy, that help you feel happy, help you feel light. It doesn't have to be this marathon. It can be five minutes of fresh air, something like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, great advice for sure. Cause it's like you said, it's those simple things even. That's what I find is like, before it was always kind of this big event of like the big night out or like whatever else, whereas now it's just the simple thing of this morning I got up and went for a walk and I got such joy from that like you know and I know it sounds cliche or whatever else but like it is those little things that make the world of a difference.
0: Absolutely we don't have to complicate it just simple simple joy cup of tea who doesn't love a cup of tea and a biscuit
1: (laughs) and out of interest then in terms of your retreats because you had touched on them and like you know i love the idea of going abroad and kind of bringing a community together you know um and i actually know someone who did one of your retreats i think it was in greece and she absolutely loved it so would you like Aww. to talk like a little bit about that and like what it is oh what goodness. it is you do and how long they go on for and all that
0: i absolutely love my retreats i've had a, a lovely bunch of ladies that were have been out to greece with me every one of them are just so special but um basically a couple of times a year, usually it's in May and October. And I go to this really nice place uh, in Greece and it's a yoga center where I bring a group of women. And sometimes there's one or two men, but usually it's one (laughs) Um, and we do a whole week of yoga. So it's kind of, uh, for people that, a lot of solo ladies come alone, people come on their own, people come with friends. I always say to people, you often get a little bit more if you come on your own. Um, But I often have like people come in like, is two girls just booked today and one of them they're sisters one lives abroad and one lives in ireland and it's like a little place for them to meet up which is really amazing special so what the retreat week is um it's basically me helping you build these little tools into your life for a whole week so we get up we do two hour and um, we do an early morning swim we do a two hour yoga practice we do meditation we have big beautiful brunch we relax in the sun we go then for a lovely walk or a hike and um, some people do a run in the morning as well um, and then in the evening we have another like two hour absolute relaxation session loads of food in between then and then dinner and it's just like this whole week of doing practices I often do like a manifestation workshop on them um, and it's just incredible like I always cry at the end like everyone is just so like people come and the, the transformation you see in people like day one they arrive off the plane day two they're more relaxed by day five you know that they, they're, they're you know we're all skinny dipping in the sea and <laughs> um, <laughs> not always that's <laughs> happened once or twice and um, but you know it, people just let their hair down and when you're around a group of women You just feel so good and people are sharing their stories. People are making changes in their life, you know, and and the ages vary. Like the last retreat I had, like I had girls from 19, 21 all the way up to 70 years young. And the the, and I feel like because my my retreats are so mixed, it's more powerful. Like it's not it's not clicky. You haven't got like a load of really bunch of girls the same age or a load of just mums. So people can't connect or whatever. It's a whole range of people and like you're learning from the older soul or the younger soul and it's just really special it sounds like an amazing
1: experience i feel like you've convinced me <laughs> yeah uh your friend is very good for coming <laughs> oh no she loved it um she had such a good time i think it was like the most recent one i think it was the one in october just gone um oh, so amazing yeah she had a great time and just even being out in the sun and like you said kind of like loads of good food and like you know and that's the thing with i suppose a holiday as well like that's what I love about the idea of a retreat is that like there's kind of like activities that aren't like overly strenuous, but like they're so enjoyable and there's something different as well. You know, and it's like you said, you're learning so much from other people too. That's it. And often you go on holiday and need another holiday because you've booked everything in, you've
0: crammed everything in, but you go home from a a retreat, rested, rejuvenated,
1: and you just feel alive again. For real. Well, I think that's everything. Have you anything you'd like to add or anything you'd like to say? Anything I might've missed? (laughs) no i've absolutely loved
0: our chat and really appreciate you for for having me on it was absolute um pleasure and privilege so thank you so much and keep doing what you're doing you're doing amazing and i definitely was listening to one of your podcasts earlier today and i must there's loads of episodes there now i must um save a few to listen to
1: (laughs) brilliant yeah well definitely what I like like I said there's a hundred times but like what I like about my guests is that they're all very different so they can all bring something you know whatever someone is looking for whether it be like you said a bit of mindfulness with yoga a bit of interest in that area things are like you know there's a few different things I think I had actually a few months ago the positive coach and she was all about positivity and like the psychology behind it and stuff so I found that one really interesting and yeah, different things like that. But I always like to end yeah. the podcast on like a quote. So, are there any quotes that you like to use in your life, or like that you like to bring with you that you find give you? Um, I have a little mantra that I use,
0: um, that I use often before I teach a yoga class or I go and do something like, yeah, it's called it's it's uh, if you love it, no, sorry, you love it, so show them how they can.
1: For real? great so you love
0: it you show them how they can so it's kind of like a little if i've you know i usually still get nervous before i teach a class or I'm bringing some of the people that little mantra um, absolutely um it's just amazing and there's another one as well that i recently just uh heard i'm definitely gonna say it wrong but it's uh bruce lee and it is fear the man that does a thousand and kicks once and or fear not the, sorry, fear not the man that does a thousand kicks once, but fear the man that does a thousand kicks, the same thousand kicks. Oh, I'm saying it all wrong. (laughs) Do you get the thing? So basically it's like with yoga, practice, 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 with like manifesting, build evidence, build evidence, you know, doing the same things that you want to do over and over again to kind of, get there. Totally um, messed up the whole quote there, Megan, but sure look,
1: no, I not gave it at all. A go. <laughs> no, it was a great attempt because do you know what, you're so right. I think it's so easy to like try something once or twice. And I know because I've done it myself, try something once or twice and be like, oh, this isn't for me and give up. And you know what I mean? Like you kind of, I suppose, looking for that instant gratification, but when you can turn around and try something a hundred times, like you said, and get it right. And the hundred time, you nearly get more from it than having got it right the first time, if that That's makes sense. It. That's it. Absolutely.